Hey everyone, welcome to episode 63 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We bring you this on December 6, 2021. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Paddock. As always, spoil alert before we get into, uh, before we get into this podcast. Uh, we hope you watched the movie beforehand. It's always fun to follow along. Let's just jump into it now. Uh, this week, um, if you don't know by now, we switch each week. And this week we watched yeah. my movie. So last week we watched Terminator. And this week we watched the similar film, Guess Who, 2005. Ashton Kutcher and Bernie Mac and Zoe Zeldana. I don't know if anyone even remembers this movie. But I love it. It's a fun rom-com classic. It's a classic rom-com. It's one of the last... Like, rom-coms nowadays are just, like, so fucking vanilla. So yeah. boring. I'm not even saying this isn't vanilla. This is vanilla. Uh, yeah. But, like, God, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. He's one of my favorite comedic actors. Yeah. All right. Such a funny man. Yeah, we lost him way too soon. We lost him soon after this movie. Yeah, only a couple years, I think. Ugh. It was very sudden. Yeah, it was out of nowhere. It was one of those ones where he just, like, like had a stroke or a heart attack or... I think he was... He had... Pneumonia or something. Or something. Something that just like out of nowhere took him out. It was just so sad. Um, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, he left us some of these classic gems. Lee disagrees, but whatever. Um, and yeah. uh, let's, uh, I want to just describe kind of like what this movie is first. I'll give you a little of the plot summary. Oh, boy. Percy and Marilyn are renewing their vows for their anniversary. And their daughter, Teresa, brings her boyfriend, Simon, for them to meet. Unbeknownst to her parents, the kids plan to announce their engagement during the weekend. The Jones family is black. Teresa neglects to tell them Simon is white. Race complicates Percy's general mistrust of any boyfriend, so he instigates an investigation of Simon. Discovering he's recently lost his job and hasn't told Teresa... Mistrust rears its ugly head, and in the process of Teresa and Simon's argument, Marilyn and Percy fall out. What can the men do to cross the divide between each other and, and between men and women? Will anyone be exchanging vows? Uh, that's pretty lame-ass uh, plot summary, but this is just done. It's basically a movie about um, you have this uh, successful, up-and-coming like stockbroker, uh, white dude who is dating this uh, uh, successful photographer um, who is always Aldena, um, who is black uh, <laughs> um, and comes from like, you know, a black family. And it's it kind of starts off with him quitting his job because his boss is like a racist douchebag and it's like, uh, when he tells them like, "Oh, I'm gonna go meet my uh, girlfriend's family, and we're gonna announce that we're getting married," and it's kind of when he's telling him that like, "Oh, hey, guess what? I'm engaged," and he's just like, "Well, you know, that's not a really good look for the clients." <laughs> like, it's just like a real douchebaggy thing to do. Um, yeah. And then the guy proceeds to blackball him in the industry because he doesn't want his best guy to go into any competition. And this is all happening while he's supposed to go and meet his girlfriend's family for the first time, who he finds out in the cab ride going there, they don't know he's white. And he knows it's going to be a problem, but Teresa, just being that optimistic girl, like, I can be a photographer. Um, because my dad owns a bank, but... <laughs> nope. Parents, not The mom's fine with it because that's probably where the, Teresa gets it from. But Bernie Mac's character um, immediately is just not okay with it. Now, before I keep going, this is a remake of uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner um, from 1950-something. Uh, I'll be no, showing... I think it's the 60s, actually. Like, yeah, it might be 61 or something. Uh, I'll be showing Lee that soon, very soon. Because um, I really want to get Lee's contrast of like this one and that one. And most of you probably go, why don't you show him the original first? Well, I wanted to show him this one and then show him the original. So fuck you. Um, sorry. It's our podcast. <laughs> it's mine. Um, ear rape. Oh, shouldn't have said that word. Sorry. Uh, algorithm, we're sorry. I didn't mean to say that word. 
Um, yeah. But yes. Uh, and obviously this is a rom-com, so during the weekend a bunch of shenanigans happen. They go karaoke writing, they get drunk, blah, 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 blah. But uh, through the, the dad investigating, like in the synopsis says, he finds out he's not uh, employed anymore. So he goes out and tells Teresa while Simon's trying to defend himself. Then Simon and Teresa start fighting. And, like, it's kind of, like, a little ridiculous of, like, a thing. Like, she's willing to break completely. I mean, they get back together almost immediately, and she probably just did it in the heat of the moment. Like, you could justify it that way. Humans just do stupid things in the heat of the moment when they're angry. Um, But, like, she was, like, really willing to just hardcore end the relationship because he lied about something, like, once. And it's, like, it's pretty justifiable why he would lie. It's, like... Why would you want to tell your girlfriend right before you're going to meet her parents? Like, oh, by the way, I quit. I mean, he could have been honest with the reason. Yeah, you should have just told but her. But maybe he's just trying to spare her feelings. I don't know. It's just it just convoluted everything. Um, Not everything. But yeah, just I don't like, know if it makes it that complicated. But it was just a. It's a small gripe, baby, I mean, and it always has been. Um, but I love this movie. This is. I had for. The reason why I showed Lee this, like, because of the recent discussions of, like, my top ten and how it's growing because I rediscovered, uh... Discovered all these movies. Uh, Underworld, it? yeah. And, like, Underworld is, like, what really sparked because I forgot, like, oh, yeah, Underworld's my fucking near one of my favorite movies ever. And guess guess what? Guess who? Uh, <laughs> guess who is in my top ten easily? I do not know if it's going to crack the top five. It might... But it's definitely in the top ten. It's uh, it's one I love the romance between Zoe Zaldana and fucking uh, the chemistry, I guess I should say, between Zoe Zaldana, Zoe Zaldana and uh, Ashton Kutcher. I love the plot. I love. Uh, I mean, at the risk of sounding, I guess I don't think this is racist, but I love interracial stories. <laughs> like I love it. Uh, and it's not just like when a white dude uh, gets together with like a, per- a, g- a woman of color. Like it's also I like watching a a man of color get with a white girl. I just like interracial stories. I just think it adds a fun. I think it always makes for a good romance. Um, not always, but it more than uh, more times than not, in my opinion. Um, well, you know, can uh, can uh, offer. Uh, differences in perspectives, I guess. Yeah, I think it it can add. It's a it's a a good way for a writer to add some plot and some story and shit like that. Whatever. Um. But yeah, after uh, then like per, uh, the Teresa and her mom drive off in a huff because the mom gets starts uh getting involved because she hears all the screaming and like while. Uh, the dad's like just shitting on Ash Kutcher. Ash Kutcher can't take it. And he's like, well, you know, he's just like got all his vows from a book. And the mom gets pissed off because she's like, I thought I was inspiration enough for you. You got to look up like we're spending all this money, all this time. The one thing like you really all you have to do is make the vows. Like, like, like it's like, like uh, the whole reason why. Yeah. Doing all this. Um, yeah. Um, so she gets all pissed. So they go off to her friends to like have a woman's night, drink and talk and shit talk, man. You know, fun things. We got to do to like get over some shit. Uh, meanwhile, Simon and uh, Bernie Mac's character are left at the home. They're like, like Simon, just like we have this funny. Lee hated it probably. I thought it was like a funny montage of him like calling her over and over and like having one moment like, you know, I think I was right. You're just not. You're just being unreasonable. And you're just, you call me back and just hangs up and then like calls her back like two seconds like, baby, baby, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled. You should never come back. I'm a terrible person. And then another two seconds later, baby, no, please come back. Please don't stay away. Is this Bernie Mac's character? No, this was fucking Ashton Kutcher's. You think Bernie Mac's character would have fucking cried and whined 35 times on the phone? No. No, that's a fucking new age shit, even in 2005. That's a new generation men shit. Yeah. Um, What would Ashton Kutcher be? Like, his character. His character looked like he would have been, like, probably, probably like, late 20s or mid-20s. Like, if you're in that in your career. Probably late 20s. Yeah, like, near 30. So. Yeah. He was pretty young. Is that a millennial? 
Uh, in 2005 or in 2005, what is that? Gen uh, X? Is that a young Gen X? No, I think he's a millennial. No, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. That's a millennial. That's a millennial. Because your brother's a millennial. Wait, no. That millennial no is sense. like 81 to like 96. Yeah, been about since 96. Um, <laughs> little Zan, shout out. If you hear this podcast ever, please share this with uh, uh, Lil Zan. Tag him in the comments. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I, for- I forgot who that was for a second. <laughs> How could you forget Lil Zan? How could He's I? He's been about it since 96. Which makes me feel like a fucking old man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the movie. Uh, so, like, yeah, Bernie Mac's character and Simon start bonding, like, because after, like, the 40th call, she doesn't answer. He comes out looking for alcohol. Bernie Mac's character like, there's a house of God. And, like, he immediately finds a bottle of vodka, like, fucking Grey Goose, nice, good shit. Mm. Uh, they start drinking, and because Bernie Mac's character probably doesn't drink a lot, he gets, like, drunk immediately. They start, like, playing, like, fucking football in the living room on their knees. It's hilarious. Um, kind of random. Um, then, uh, it turns out Simon's mom is a single mom and she, well, you, we already knew that, but like, she, it turns out she owns like a dance studio and Simon would obviously help part time there. And he learned how to dance. If your mom's going to own a dance studio, probably gonna be a good dancer. Um, and he starts teaching, uh, Bernie Mac's character how to play or how to do the salsa. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and you have this like funny kind of bonding moment during that. Like it's it's it's. I think it's a funny scene because it's like they're having this serious conversation, but then like Ashton Kutcher's character is playing like the or is dancing the female, uh, part. And it's just like ridiculous oh. as he's doing like twists and he's just like yeah. And then my father left and never. Came. <laughs> it's, it's, I it was a little funny. Him uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Then they like it comes morning. The girls haven't come back, so they drive over there. Bernie Mac does this whole spiel that he stole from Ashton Kutcher the night before about her being his second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets his girl back immediately because of it. Then Simon tries and like fails immediately. They go to have a private conversation. They fucking have this huge fight. He like leaves. Then the next day, like Bernie Mac, they're getting ready for the renewal, uh, and Bernie Mac's character just kind of just randomly has like an epiphany. Like he's kind of just like thinking about it. Yeah. Like why? Yeah. Why? Why would he quit his job? Like that was the biggest question. He's just like, I can't. And like, he's like, I never could answer why the boy would quit his job the day before he meets his own father-in-law. Um, <clears throat> and then it's like he's also like, oh shit. Yeah. And like he has the epiphany. Drives off, super offensive to a uh, offensive to a metrosexual man. Then drives off. Uh, yeah. The whole time, Bernie Mac's character is pretty homophobic. Yep, I will say that very homophobic. This movie would be problematic nowadays. That part, at least. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's all he suspects this the wedding planners this gay dude, and he keeps making these like gay thing like comments like, "Don't you look at me when I take my pants off." And so like. And stuff like that. And then it turns out he's not gay. He's metrosexual. His wife's trying to tell him that the whole time. But he's like, that's not real. He's gay. Um, but he never says gay. But he's very like. You know what he means. Yeah. Um, they were definitely dancing around it. Um, it's almost like it seemed like Bernie Mac was like, no, it has to be. He has to hate gays. <laughs> he, he doesn't. Have, he, yeah. Can't accept that. Um, yeah. His daughter can't bring home a woman. Um That'd be the new age remake. Oh, I actually could see how you make that as a, a remake, like a modern remake that you could do this story nowadays. Maybe not with black and white. I mean, you could do it still with black and white, but maybe you do it with like a gay couple, lesbian, gay, or you're trans or something. I don't know. Would they try to make it more of a drama like the original, you think, in this day and age? Maybe if they're trying to go for a message. Uh, Probably, but if they were trying to be like Netflix, like comedy fun, I could see them being going down like more if of they like went with this tone, the rom com tone. I could see them doing the rom com tone to try to kind of like 
mellow out the like aggression of people being like like the especially like the people on the right being mad about it because what you would do is you'd have to get like a family that was like these like you'd either get like moderate Democrats and the who think they're liberal or you get like like hard like or moderate Republicans who think they're like accepting but then they realize they're really not and they're actually racist pieces of shit and they have to come to terms with it that's what the whole plot is of both sides coming to terms with like hey we're both a little racist this movie is definitely less of that uh, yeah. This movie's way more lighthearted. You're gonna see that in the first, uh, compared to the first one. The original, yeah, yeah, the original. I don't know what I'm saying. The first one, it's like this is a sequel. These are the grandchildren. Um, these. <laughs> that's what it turns out. Yeah. The mom owns the dance. With a couple of rewrites, you could do that. The the original dude from the first one actually died, and the woman just had a black <laughs> like a studio. <laughs> no, it's not what happens. Um. But yeah, he runs off to stop Simon to get off, uh, getting on a train. He ends up, he's not even getting on the train. He's just sitting there just like, he like has this conversation with him and like points out, like said, like reveals like, no, he's like, I know why you quit your job. And he's like, how do you know? And then he tells him like, your boss is a race bitch. And then like, once he like, he goes like, yeah, he said that, but he's like, yeah, that's basically the reason. He's like, well, boy, like, if you quit your job every single time someone rolls their eyes at you guys, you're never going to get anywhere in life. Like, it's, it sucks, but this is a society we life we live in. People are racist pieces of fart, and they're really good at hiding their racism, so they're able to rise in power. And then they, but then they, inf- like, they get be racist subtly. Yeah. We've seen that with a lot of the downfall, a lot of like big people. Oh yeah, uh, especially people us on the left. It's like people on the right are secretly gay, and the people on the left are secretly racist. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, he, but yeah, he convinces him to come back and like try to win her again. Uh, cut to the like the renewal scene. They he, uh, she does her renewals. They're all beautiful, blonde. Then Bernie Mac starts doing his, and like his kind of start off aggressive, like, "Man, a woman, how could you make me do this? And uh, don't do, 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 isn't me just loving you enough and all this stuff?" And then he he breaks out into fucking like he transitions into a song, and he starts singing the song to her, and then he mid song stops and like starts talking to his daughter, like Teresa boy, you gotta forgive that boy, like he called you thirty five times. And like then that's right when Simon comes out like you never know, yeah. <laughs> singing a song, they immediately like lock eyes. She's like I'm so sorry, and he's like I'm so sorry. They like and they kiss. It's adorable. The the, the vows are finished. You it know, really end is. of movie. It's just a fun. This is a rom com through and through. Yeah, the conflicts like not that crazy. Even when the conflict is happening, it's kind of comedic. Um, there's it's just no lighthearted. Stakes. Well, there's stakes for a second. Like maybe they break up. You know, it ends with him just driving away in the, the train. You never know. No, you know from the beginning that's not gonna happen. Um, and you never even like there's like there's racism, but you never hear any racist like shit said. <laughs> no, uh, except for when the, there's like a uh scene at dinner where they make him say a bunch of black jokes. To the then uh, they keep making him say them and it, like they're all laughing really hard so he starts getting confident like kind of hyped up from it and then he keeps going like each one more offensive than the last till he gets to a point where it's not cool no more <laughs> and like the grandpa almost beats him up uh, I never can watch that yeah. scene because it's always cringy to me so while it was it going was on cringy. yeah while we we're watching it leak it like was getting the good old treatment of me putting my fingers in my ears and going oh! <laughs> it's just like and yeah it just dance around the issue of racism that's like the only real scene where it becomes some kind of a like conflict with it. but you don't need like did it does every movie that has the deal that all within the racial have to be also like, and then there's and like we have to hear the hard ER. Like it's just like, like no, we have that white guy going, you. N-. Like, like like why like, do we have we can't just have them like. I don't know, this is it, there's a no one outside of a in the really world. This is like a micro film. 
it's not super serious because it's not the the white family meeting the black son or son-in-law or daughter-in-law. It's the it's the more it's funny first. So it's more to be more funny. Mm. Or lighthearted because it's like you wouldn't expect them to not be okay with it. But it's uh, in reality it, they're very not okay with it sometimes. Not as much when they're white. Um more like when they're like other stuff. <laughs> Especially Latino. <laughs> I don't want to say yeah. nothing. <laughs> but I yeah, noticed. I mean, still. I don't know. I don't think, because I, I already know your complaint. I know it with every movie. It's like, this would be serious. No. No. That's, yes, it is usually, other than like, oh, the bad, act, like you don't like the plot and you don't like the acting and all that shit. You, one of your major always grabs my movies like, well, you know, like they're doing something serious. Like, no, they're not. Not this time. This time it's sorority wars, and oh, they put God. a finger up their butt. Like it's just, or this time it's guess who? The movie's called Guess Who Lee, and you know, it's just, it is not got to be serious. Not every movie has to be serious and take their issue seriously. No, but even if they're dealing with something, something serious, then I does have something. It has romance. I don't want that. Oh. I mean, it's fine uh, to have it sprinkled into your story, but to have a whole story centered around it? I just can't believe I can't find a single romance other than Step Up, yeah. but Lee likes more of the dancing aspect. I mean, you like the romance of it. You didn't hate and it. And the but characters and the story. It's just it so hard. It's the film. only romance movie you've liked so far. Yeah. It's just like uh. Pretty much. You didn't even like the Johnny Depp one. I thought you'd like that one because it was kind of weird. Oh, Benny and June? I, God damn. Uh, I didn't hate it. It was okay, but yeah. No, I didn't really like that one that much. There we go, Lee. I don't really like any of the movies you show me. I know. They're all just like, I'm sad and there's a baby and I'm going to stab it. It's not... I'm All taxi drivers. A girl doesn't want to fuck me, so I'm just going to be an incel. <laughs> you talking to me? It's like, yeah, that guy's being retired. <laughs> oh, come on. What about... Uh, what a dork. What about Fight Club? You like that one. That's all right. Would have been better with Golden Girls. I'm just kidding. I don't even know what that means. It would have been... Bef- they should have made it like uh, all just old people, <laughs> old ladies. I saw this funny. story and it was uh, funny that you brought up Fight Club. I saw this story and it was like three nurses got arrested for running an uh, underground uh, fight club in a retirement home <laughs> for dementia patients. Oh my god! And, it, so and like the quote, the like, comment underneath it was like. Um, can't talk about Fight Club if you can't remember Fight Club. <laughs> it was that's hilarious. good. It was. It was perfect. That's like, oh my fucking God, that's great. It's so, it's so funny because especially now that I've seen the movie, like talk about Fight Club. What's Fight Club? Fight <laughs> Club. It's like everyone's confused, so you don't have to worry about it. And they just get confused more with every punch. Now, you know the hey. Why doesn't Fight Club ever talk about the whole CTE everyone's getting from that movie, uh, from fighting? It's a pretty serious issue. They're doing a lot of fighting and, you know, head trauma. I think it you also... Know, I really think it'd be appropriate if they brought up the CTE. Well, it's a movie that's oh, not it's a movie promoting that has, fighting. Oh. So... I mean, it kind of is. It's saying it brings out your inner manhood and he feels good. And the then it says it leads to a fucking dangerous life of being a mindless monkey in a cult. But you're happy. Are you? The narrator stops being happy. Why are we talking about Fight Club? Because <laughs> I just wanted, I was just pointing out. I'm just saying, you know, we could be done to your movies too. Um, okay. But yeah, this movie doesn't have a huge cast. The the big three is it's one of those a lot of rom coms do that where like you got the big three, and then the rest of the actors are kind of just small time actors that are maybe in some things here and there, like and there's not a whole this cast is small. 
It, the story's yeah. small. It's just focused on on one family. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the Vitch. Um, the Vitch, but just There's slightly positive. more characters. Yeah, and yeah, it's a lot happier. Happy, 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 happy. happy. It's the everything exact opposite of the Vitch. Which is just yeah, the pure sadness that is the Vitch. All right, let's get away from some of that sadness. Let's get into some funny quotes. Or oh I don't boy. know, it's not always funny quotes, but good quotes. I like this one. I don't want it. I just is. I just love this movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to hear about you sleeping with my daughter. You're sleeping with me now. <laughs> oh yeah. When Bernie Mac just climbs into the bed, I knew that was coming. Yeah, like uh, they're getting like like once they get to the house, they're unpacking. And Simon finds this sexy piece of lingerie, and he starts kind of messing with uh, uh, Teresa, uh, Zoe's character. Zoe's and uh, he puts it on, and they, she's like, no, you're stretching it out. And she's like, like, they're wrestling on the bed. You know, it's a cute little moment. And that's when Bernie comes in with, like, some lemonade. Like, lemonade's ri-. And then, like, yeah. he, 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 you have the, this whole moment where, like, he then, like, is kicking Simon out and taking him to a hotel. Teresa's getting all pissed. This is a really cute moment, actually, because Teresa's like, "Well, I'm coming with you," Um, and like, um, like she's all like getting mad, and like you can see the mom watch as Simon like calms her down and like gets her like to see reasonable, like you know, you gotta be with your family, you know, it's okay, I'll be able to come here every day, and and you see the mom be impressed, like, hmm, someone's. Was able to calm down my fasty data. Hmm. Uh, I know you didn't catch that because you don't like things like with happiness. Um. Like, whatever. <laughs> well, he doesn't probably like. I forgot about. I think I probably just forgot about it until you just mentioned it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Lee's biggest little like dig he always likes to say about my movies. Like what? Oh, I'm sorry. I just I completely forgot about that. We just watched it. Oh, well, you know, I just forgot about it. Just, we didn't just watch just it. Just a man. sneaky little goblin man. I am. He's just like <laughs> he is with his little daggers. <clears throat> um So I just have to hate fuck his movies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. When I get a chance. Um, but yeah, so then they go to the hotel. Turns out the hotel obviously is booked, even though he had a reservation. There's this like weird fucking convention of these guys who wear hats. That's what they do, I guess. They wear hats. Um, I don't know. It's not that what they do, but it's just some weird cult of men or club of men, uh, and they've Was booked that? all the hotel rooms. Is that the reason why? Yeah, remember when they're walking out, those three dudes with their hats, and Bernie like flips one of them just to fuck with them. He's like fucking white people. Oh Blank. yeah. Um, and it's the uh, I love the car scenes because there's some. It's every song is like a fucking like a interracial song. Like yeah. Like Ebony. and the and the color girls go do 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 That just sounds so offensive. That song and the color girls go do 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 <laughs> like what's that even mean they go do 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 <laughs> um but yeah and then he's brought back to the house he sleeps in the the man cave basement of bernie mac and like as he's going to bed guess who gets in the bed with him bernie mac because he's just he doesn't trust him and he knows and he obviously was waiting for uh Teresa to come down because when he first hears the door open he's like you bring him back me a sexy piece of lot and Bernie yeah. like, you sick man. Don't you wear enough women clothes? Yeah, it's hilarious. This this is a good, this is a funny line. Uh, it's what the the montage of him leaving um, phone messages. Babe, you're acting like I have cheated on you, and I've never cheated on you except for that one time with myself, and you caught me. <laughs> you caught me. Ugh. Well, he was more disgusted with the fact that he kind of chuckled about it. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I love this scene because it's so true. If you're going to marry one of these women, sometimes it's going to hurt like hell. And all you can do is admit that you're wrong and know that she's always right. 
She's right. That's right. Always right. Right. That's right. All right, okay. What about all that talk about my dignity? Do you love her? Do you want her? Then she's always right. <laughs> That's the common man code. Just like, this will make life easier. You're right. I don't care. <laughs> You're right. Let's go to bed. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Wow. You know, if Teresa had told you guys or told me you guys were black, it really would have saved us an awkward situation. Who's and that Simon? was an awkward situation. <laughs> Simon said that. Oh, he's just joking. <laughs> I don't know. This is the joke that pushes the grandpa and the family over the line. What are three things a black guy can't get? A black guy, a fat lip, and a job. <laughs> I'm gonna tell my I tell you I'm gonna kick that boy's ass That's the grandpa <laughs> Oh and this is a funny little scene. racist white tirade Against uh, with Ber- uh, Bernie Mac was in You don't hear me calling no white fo- folks Honking flat ass Casper Cracker Ophi Peckerwood Wonder Bread Bird shit Bird shit Well it's almost white <laughs> I like that. Pickerwood. That was kind of funny. Fucking white, like, racist insults are just funny. Fucking Casper. Casper. Ophi. Pickerwood. <laughs> I've never heard of Ophi. Birchett's a pretty good insult. <laughs> yeah. Birchett is, is kind of white. It is white. But I guess it's almost racist because it's black and white, so it's like that's what you would call, like, an uh, interracial child, Birchett. Ooh. <laughs> Bam. Multiple layers of racism. Here's another terrible, offensive black joke that is not endorsed by this podcast. Why can't black people listen to country music? Why? Because every time they say "ho down," they think their sister got shot. Ha 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 ha! That's pretty offensive. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa's boyfriend is white. I know. Oh, I know you know. I just wanted to see your face when you heard it again. <laughs> That was her younger sister, who's just like the girl that still lives at home. Just like, I'm wild. And dates big Samoan motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. She was dating a big Samoan guy? Wait, what? Towards the end, just, well, yeah, you only see him for like a second. So I'll give you that. You can forget him. Yeah. Thank you, Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Lee. Oh, this line was adorable. Oh, boy. Are you getting cold feet, Simon? No. No. I'm not getting cold feet. I can't wait to marry you. And make babies with you. Give me a daughter who looks just like you. Sighing the words. Teresa sighing the words. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. That is like that's the moment you're reading in the romance book and you're just like, you you put the romance book down for a second and you go Jesus Christ and then you pick it back up and start reading. Oh, oh, oh we're about that there's a spicy moment. <laughs> there's no spiciness hope. to this. Moment. I know sadness. Um, yeah, I mean this movie is. I wouldn't say it's got like the greatest quotes. Or that many quotes. It's got a couple. Um, sure. The comedic part is mu- is weak in this movie. I will give you that. But I'm watching it for romance. romance. But you did. Yeah. You you can vouch for me. When we were watching this movie, I was laughing and, and I was having a good time. You were. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I was laughing. I was going, oh, oh yeah, you get him, Simon. <laughs> Shout I think you cry. I thought I saw you crying during a moment. <laughs> Forgot which moment it was. Like you're right. I, it was. Uh, it was probably during that moment where he was just like, "I want to have babies with you," because it just made me start thinking, like, "I want to have babies. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want my Larry. Uh, I don't know about Larry, but okay." <laughs> 
I want a woman. It's <laughs> a reference to Junior, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you lobster me? Um, that's a reference to a movie I can't remember. No, I'm just kidding. Scott Perlman. I wasn't even listening. I'm sorry. Lee, everyone, Lee has severe ADHD, and whenever he's trying to pay attention, he starts thinking of giant cocks. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Here, it's just, if, if, if you know, you know if you know. Right then, that, that okay could have been easily followed with, you're done. You're done. <laughs> you are done. <laughs> you are done. There's your new TikTok sound bite right there. You are done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. Make it happen. Oh, folks. my God. This is a crazy fact. As uh, an... An estimated co- at an estimated cost of a hundred thousand dollars, digital effects were used to remove Ashton Kutcher's red Kabbalah bracelet in every scene in which he appeared. Oh God! This, oh yeah, the Kabbalah. What the craze. fuck is Kabbalah? I can't remember that. It was when all these different celebrities, like especially like Madonna, everybody made a big big deal about Madonna doing it because she was the one who was like kind of promoting it. But she always she, didn't she get a new religion every two years? She's yeah, she's Madonna. She's a weirdo. Um, <laughs> but Kabbalah is like this. It's this part of like the Jewish religion. Um, I forget exactly like what it is, but it's like this special like sect of Judaism. That was just the hot, another hot fa- like phase for like fra- a minute, oh, yeah, in like two thousand five, early two thousand six. And it's just one of those things where he's like, "No, I'm not taking the bracelet off." Yeah, I think Boo, so. Boo, Ashton Kutcher, that's not cool of you. Is it? I thought he was a Scientologist. No, that's the, <laughs> that's Hyde from that 70s show. Ashton Kutcher actually suggested to make his character Jewish to add more conflict between the Christian uh, Percy, um, Percy Jones. Uh, but the uh, the filmmakers wanted to focus on the interracial romance. Thank God. I don't think we need to add religion to that. It would have been too many things. Even something kind of interesting. This is a funny one. The writer, Writers Guild of America mandated that William Rose be credited for his work on the original Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, 1967. However, he's never actually mentioned in the movie. Wait, what do it's kind of weird that they never did do like a callback kind of to like the original in this one, other than the fact that it's kind of based off of it, and they used like the first two words. <laughs> yeah, Guess Who. <laughs> they just, yeah, they completely removed the rest of the title. Wow, there's a the the another title that was uh considered for this movie, the dinner party. Lame. I like guess who's better. The dinner party. Well, I mean, there's uh, there's several. Oh like scenes where they're just having dinner with each other yeah i mean that's the whole thing i mean that's the whole plot of the first movie is they're getting ready for this dinner okay but they have like several dinners in this movie and then oh because the first movie is one day right this movie takes over a weekend okay so it's a little different i guess i can commend them for not completely just copying the first one and and this one i forgot to mention is a reversal of the original where a white woman brings her black bo- hus- boyfriend to uh dinner this is where a black female yes, yes. brings her white boyfriend yep oh my god message i know there's a little bit of a little bit of a that's uh. fine saying something. <laughs> it's got to say something. I don't think it does. No, no. That's where we movie. really differ. That's where we really differ. I don't always think a movie's got to say something, but like to you, they kind of do. Even your comedies kind of have to say something. Like one of your favorite comedies, Message, is saying something about the whole, like, these movies are getting out of hand. Well, what movie are you talking about? 
the movie that goes message. Don't oh, don't be a menace. Yeah, that's yeah. more down your lane of comedy. Yeah, I like silliness. But even your silliness has got to be a me- silly there's message. There's got to be, a, or there's got to be like a point to the silliness. Not even a message. Uh, I think Bucky Larson has one of the great points. Don't judge a dick by its cover. Yeah, really inspiring. Or <laughs> I mean, don't judge a man by his size. Truly inspiring. Yes. But by his load size. Uh huh. Yeah, it was. It's the masterpiece that nobody saw. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sad. Everybody. I'm gonna shout it out. Every podcast. Watch Bucky Larson. Um, like Don't. you. Uh, right after you watch, guess who? Watch Guess Who, then watch Bucky Larson. And then watch Guess Who again, and then watch Bucky Larson one more time. And then Guess Who one more time. And then buy the Blu-ray of both. And uh, then go into a bathtub, fill it up mm-hmm. with uh, mm-hmm. cold water, mm-hmm. and then drop a toaster into it mm-hmm. and electrocute yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Mm-hmm. And by the time you wake up in the hospital, your movies will be there. No, you'll be dead. Because guess what? Message. Um, <laughs> but you know what time it is? Ooh. It's questions. Questions? It's time for questions. Huh? Questions for Lee. Who's Lee? The question man. Is he a paddock? Perhaps. Uh, all right. First question, Lee. Do you agree with interracial marriage? Yes, of course. Everyone had him hooked up to a liar detector test. You can't see it. He failed. Um, <laughs> second question. Did Bernie Mac deserve to die? No, I'm just kidding. All right. What? No. Well, They're just joking, awful everybody. Questions. <laughs> awful questions. These aren't the normal questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I got a good one. Had you ever heard of this movie before I had said it? Yes. How? Just passing. I, I remember uh, it being kind of like heavily adverti- advertised because Ashton Kutcher and Bernie Mac were both kind of hot at that point in their careers. And Zoe Zaldana was kind of just slowly climbing. I don't even think anybody really knew who she was at that point. It was a few years before Star Trek. Mm. That was when I first knew who she was or discovered her. I knew her her from this. Okay. And then obviously her biggest role, Avatar. Yes, is a memorable character of, I can't even remember her name. Remembering something doesn't mean it's important. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Interior, something like that. Some Navi name. Navi. The Navi. My favorite movie of all time, Avatar. Drop that right here, right now. Blue Elves. Another Zoe. I love Zoe Zaldana. But yeah, I love Zoe Zaldana. Um, she's good. She was good in this movie, honestly. Yeah, she's just like the perky, loves her boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't even say perky. She like, she kind of showed a lot of uh, emotion, I guess. Uh, yeah, she was perky in some scenes. While Ashton's trying to be a little more silly. Yeah. She was perky in some scenes, but, you know, she she handled, she tried to give, I don't know, I guess she tried to give this movie some dignity. <laughs> because it's just, uh, yeah. Lee's love of romance. Yep. I just, mm, it makes me feel all gooey inside. Lee feels the goose are bubbling on his stomach and just turns to tar. And starts burning his insides. And he's like, no! Why are they living happily? Die! Blow up! Please! Something! Can their baby be miscarried and then, like, eaten by a pack of wolves in front of them? That'd be pretty cool. No, it wouldn't. Honestly, if that happened, you'd be like, this is awesome. (laughs) I would be shocked. Like, if that's how this movie ended and it was still, like, you know, it's like it, an epilogue, and it's or, like... Yeah, just like everything leading up to it was still like this happy, like... And then that happens. 
I'd be like, okay, that's bold. That's bold. He's like, why didn't anyone ever mention that? <laughs> you wouldn't even, but you would. <laughs> I wouldn't like it. That you way. would hate this movie if that happened. And then it'd be Lee showing me that movie. Because it'd be like, he'd be showing it to me because it'd be like, he'd love to see my reaction because I'd be like, Lee, why'd you show me this? I love this movie. And then just like. And in the end. And then all you hear, like we we would record the podcast and that end of that episode would just be a savage beating for 15 minutes. Because <laughs> me and Lee fought to the death. Uh, that'd be great. Over romance and, and sadness. Lee on the side of sadness, obviously. Yeah. But guess who's justice wins? I won't wins? deny that. I would win justice! Okay. Um, what, if you have any moments or anything about this movie, what do you like? What was your favorite part? Maybe, I mean, I guess you kind of maybe just answer right there. It was always down down. I liked her. Um, Bernie Mac had some moments that kind of made me chuckle. His delivery was always, yeah, he was, he was, he was Bernie Mac. He was pretty unique amongst comedians. Yeah, he had his own special thing. He was just like Bernie Mac. Yeah. And he had his own uh, special style that I always loved. Kind of that old classic black man. Like, he used know. to dress like a pimp early in his career, I think. That's hilarious. For uh, his stand-up. That's hilarious. I what, can see that. He, he was one of the kings of comedy. Yep. Oh, I used to watch it all the time, R.I.P. I know. Yeah, he had some moments that made me uh, chuckle, I guess. Uh, What else? (laughs) That's about it. I like Zoe Saldana and Bernie Mac, I guess. Lee is just... uh, This might be Lee's most hated movie I've shown him. I didn't hate it, but I just... It was just so mediocre. It's like you would have rather had me show you Biodome. It would have pro. I would have had more of a reaction. The, yeah, you could have just, like, <laughs> our reactions were just completely in like just separate universes. He's laughing and <laughs> giggling and is like, oh, oh, but no, they, you listen to him just oh. <laughs> and I'm just and then cut to me just being like stone faced and maybe going huh <laughs> and most of the time going eh, because of what I said or like or my reaction or yeah me kind of chuckling at Sterling because he's like <laughs> but no did you see the first kiss <laughs> yeah it's uh it just this movie gave me nothing. No, really, no, no heartbeats, no thumper rump rump. Flat line, the whole time. Well, then this is gonna be a good one and an easy one. Biggest complaint. It just, I think I already kind of mentioned it. There needs to be at least a little bit of stakes here. There has to be just something else besides romance. I gotta have more. Nah, sometimes you gotta thrive off that romance, dog. I mean, Rocky is to me a romance movie, but that's no, nah, it's not to me. To me, that's a sports movie with some romance in it. I think it's it's just a drama. It's just a good drama, but yeah, it's like this could be just a good comedy that has some romance in it. I'm not a big fan. Obviously, I'm not a big fan of rom rom coms. Uh, yeah, if I think of any genre where you have, I don't think there's rom com out there in the world that you'd like. Well, I like knock knocked up. Isn't that a rom yeah, com? It is. I guess so. Like, if it's gotta be, if it's gonna be a rom com, it's gotta have a lot more uh, humor in it. But like, clever humor. I mean, I'm not saying knocked up as clever. No, it's not but. super clever, but yeah, it's got to be. It's That's not get, slapsticky. Like, no, and it's the, like it kind of deals with that issue a little, little seriously. 
Like, there's stakes. Yeah, and he has to grow up. Yeah, like, and there's, yeah, there's an arc. Here, it's just like, oh, shenanigans. And then everybody's fine at the end. I just, like, there's got to be a little bit of conflict. I just don't want that. Life is conflict. I want I want to watch a nice rom-com and be like, okay, no matter what, they're going to end up together. And it's not going to be super depressed. Like, most of the time, it's going to be them together. And there's going to be a small bump in the middle because that's what you got to do, and then you that's wrap it up nicely. the formula of all these movies. And yeah, just like that, that kind of bothered me. It's like it's just very formulaic. Um, and here's a, here's another thing. Um, hot take. Uh, I don't really like Ashton Kutcher as an actor. I was wondering about that. I was gonna ask you next. Like, what's your opinion on Ashton Kutcher? Because I don't, I don't think I've ever like heard you even say anything about him. I mean, he's fine as Kelso on that '70s show. Yeah, it's kind and of funny that he's one of the biggest like uh, breakouts. breakouts from that show. And I guess I, um, I guess I kind of like "Dude, Where's My Car." That one's a funny movie because it's just so dumb. Yeah, it's just yeah, and there's so many just weird, ridiculous things that happen in that movie. There's like aliens and shit. Yeah, it's yeah. I, that movie's enjoyable. Um but the butterfly effect like the movie itself is kind of interesting. But then him trying to be serious. Yeah, yeah. every time Asha Kutcher tries to be serious, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> Remember the, the Steve, Steve Jobs, Jobs movie? movie? Yeah. <laughs> That's like goes down in history as one of the worst movies ever. It's like what? <laughs> Cuz he doesn't look anything like him really. Not even like the other Steve Jobs movie looks like him either, but yeah, uh, the Michael Fassbender one, where they make which I handsome. also wasn't really a big fan. Yeah, where of. they make him handsome. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like they put all the, the like they put terrible makeup on him. But it seems almost like Ashton Kutcher was trying to take that one serious. Like this is my oh, Oscar for sure. moment for sure. Yeah, definitely failed. And then I see scenes from it. And it's just like what? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just, I'm sorry. I mean, Punk was that. a fun show. I, I, I my thoughts on I mean, I like Ashton Kutcher, but he's never been one of my favorites. But I definitely like a lot of movies he's in because he does the the classic rom com a lot. Like What Happened in Vegas, I'm Just Married, Just Married. Yes. R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Oh yes. Um, Boss's Daughter. No, that's. That's Tara Topher Reed. Grace, isn't it? No. It was Ashton Kutcher and Tara Reid. Oh. oh. No. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> Just so, like, recognition, anger, and then, like, I don't care. <laughs> Pretty much. It's a good it's... old spectrum. Well, before we get to your rating, I'll give you my rating. Um, I'm going to give this movie a good solid 9 out of 10. Just like for the Terminator. 9 butterflies out of 10 butterflies. Terminator got a fucking 5 and lower that shit. Yeah, well, I, I'm i just saying, like, Lord I gave Terminator a 9, and you were like, what? It's and you're giving this movie a 9, and I'm kind of like, what? Because <laughs> our scales are so different. <laughs> yeah, that's what this podcast is all about, folks. With an X, because that's the Gen I guess preferred neutral position. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> fellas and ladies. <laughs> uh, well, Lee, let's get your three out of star rating. What is it? Yeah. So to sum it up, just. One of the most mediocre movies I've ever seen. Like, I literally almost had no reaction, reactions to this film. Oh, he's attacking my heart, ladies and gentlemen. I was, yeah. These You're movies don't. Top ten right here. These movies don't do it for me. They just, 
I got it. Because have, it's like psychological thrillers for me. They just don't do it for me. Yeah. We all have our tastes. We all have the things that either, you know, pique our interest or... Yeah, but yours just causes nightmares and sadness thoughts. Mine creates... <sighs> but I don't want to just feel uh, all the time. I don't either, but that life gives you enough like... Uh! True, but it's like I don't want my art to be completely just without substance. Every time, every once in a while you throw on a Sheryl Crow song. Come on. <laughs> That's where you get your emotions <laughs> from. Sheryl Crow song. It's a good metaphor, I guess. Oh, man. What was the last movie of yours that we watched? Oh, it was Underworld. Underworld yeah. That was okay, actually. That one I thought you'd like. I didn't think you'd like Guess Who, everyone. I'm not a fool. <laughs> Uh, oh man. I'll be nice and give this movie a four out of ten. But that's just like you scraping every bottom of the barrel. Like Bernie Mac made me chuckle a little bit, and there were some moments where I thought Zoe Saldana was putting her heart into it. Ashton Kutcher, I'm sorry, he annoyed me the whole fucking time. Really? Yeah. You really didn't like Simon. No, he was he was annoying to me. He just is pretty, I mean, I that's definitely gonna make you not like the movie because he is the main he's character. He's the main character of the film. And I just thought like I don't think he was a good romantic I don't think my problem, I think, is that he and Zoe Saldana probably didn't have enough chemistry. Not to me, they just didn't. He had a lot, I mean, even though I don't like Just Married, I've seen that movie already, you can't, sh- you don't have, to, yeah, really like can't show it to me. Uh, oh, wait, no, I do like Just Married. It makes me sad that you've seen that. But I feel like him and Brittany Murphy had way more, I think they were dating, right? They might Did they date? Then. It I don't know. Been. I don't remember. It was such a long time ago. It really is. Uh, but yeah, they had. There was more chemistry in that movie. And that movie, I would say, is probably a worse movie. Cause that movie was just garbage. Jesus. Um, but I love Just Married. But uh, yeah. And I just thought there a lot of the time he was just a flat line. A lot of his delivery was just like. Hmm. I was it just wasn't convinced, and his mugging, his comedic mugging, wasn't very good. What do you mean and comedic mugging? I don't know. He's got to make a lot of like faces, you know, a lot of reactions. That's his whole thing, yeah. Kelso. Like they're fun. It's funny there, but here, like I don't know. I wonder when they're gonna make the sequel to Dude, Where's My Car? Never. I hope. Why do we? That was 20 years ago. Yeah, but Bill and Ted was 40 years ago, and they did that. Did we really need another? I heard people liked it. I'll probably watch it, because I like the Bill and Ted movies. I've never seen those. You can show me those. You might like the first one. You will probably not like the second one. Is it too weird? It's very weird. It just goes, like, off the rails. If you want to, yeah, it goes in a direction where you'd be, you're just like, wait, what? But I like it because it is so just strange. Of course. But yeah, that's. Uh, oh, did I say it? Four. Yes, out of 10. four out of ten. I'm I'm gonna give it to you. I think you give you really give it a three out of ten. But okay. Like um, I said, I was being nice. <laughs> yep, you scraped the barrel. You scraped the Bernie Mac. R.I.P. Uh, My brother it. met him. We did when. Long, long time ago when we were living in Illinois, when I lived in Illinois. Where? He met him at a an Italian restaurant that I think his friend owned. And you know who was there with him, with Bernie Mac? Who? Kanye West. Fucking course. Cause, uh, yeah, Kanye West is from Chicago. That makes sense. Uh, So, yeah. Did, they get, did he get their autograph or anything? I think he did. I know he talked to him. And he was just making jokes the whole time, apparently. Bernie Mac? Yeah. And Kanye West was just kind of sitting there. 
That's Kanye West. That's his prerogative. I'm not going to smile or laugh because I'm too serious. I'm an artist. Shut up. <laughs> um, that's why everyone This is when he was taking his meds. Yeah, that's why everyone left you, Kanye. That's why you're alone and you're going to die alone in a Yeezy factory. Um, <laughs> you're going to make yourself into some shoes. Make himself into shoes. He's just gonna transform. He's gonna himself. do like this whole thing where like he releases like the the uh, like the little not uh, like what little Nas X did. Put a drop of his blood in like each pair of the shoes. He'll do that like a little piece. He'll advertise that there's a little piece of me in every shoe. They'll sell out like crazy, and then once they're all sold out and they're all gone, all the they will be revealed that he killed himself, had himself. And then a little Skinned piece of them and turned into shoes. Yep, his skin was sewn into millions of different pairs of shoes, oh little my by God. little. You know how crazy expensive those shoes would become. Uh, yeah, it'd be like yeah, like at least a thousand. <laughs> Bruh, it was a fucking. It was probably way more than a thousand just to buy them originally. First of all, uh, no, we're talking in the uh uh, uh millions. Yeah, just to wear, just to the buy rem- the remnants of, of Kanye, Kanye West. West. Especially when you find out you're just like, what? Wait, what? He killed himself? I don't know if that's even legal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, maybe you could make it some sort of contract or document. I don't know. He's I mean, a, it's illegal he's to a kill yourself. Fucked up but. person, that Kanye West. And with that. We're going to end this podcast. Um, as always. Oh, wait. What are we talking about? Lee, what are you going to tell us uh, what fun movie we're watching next week? Ooh. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to. First week of Christmas, we're going to start off with a bang. Oh, yeah. It is going to be a. Eh, sorry, folks. <laughs> Merry Christmas, because we're going to be watching uh, <laughs> a good old happy fun time movie. About a robber baron in the 1910s. Yeah, very exciting, too. Uh, We're going to watch There Will Be Blood. I'm going to take a hard nap while we watch those movies. Oh, come on. I do not. I'm not going to like that. You're probably not. But, uh, yeah, this is probably one of my favorite movies. Of course. Uh, It has one of my favorite performances. In any movie. By the oil? Yeah, it's very slick. Ha! It's goo. Boop! Yeah, that's what we're watching. All right. Wrap it up. (laughs) Damn, Lee. He's getting a little feisty today. Everyone's (laughs) a little feisty today. Fucking holidays got people feisty. Hey, man. Brings it out. Yeah, brings it out in you. Everyone's all stressed. Stress, man. And you know how you can relieve that stress? Going back and listening to some old episodes episodes of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. Mm. Where, you know where you can find that podcast? Where? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Pandora. You can find it pretty much in all the major sources and some even obscure sources. That's a lot of things. You know where you can find the link to those random things? Where? At our Instagram. Ooh. Link in the bio. We have our own Instagram? Yeah. You know what's also there? The link to our TikTok. We have a TikTok, our, too? And we have personal Instagrams. Oh. Lee doesn't really like personal Instagrams because his hasn't been posted on in two fucking years. Longer yeah. than that. No, yeah, it's two years, pretty much. We got to get that shit. Boy, ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to get this boy to launch his TikTok, launch his Instagram. We're going to get the brand merchandise. <laughs> You know, Pump the League Corporation in full going, geared. Let's do it. Lee Pay spends his life savings on a computer and stream setup. Let's do it. Um, Good. Now, we're going to get him into TikToks, but but yes. You also find, when you go to my personal Instagram, you'll find linked in the bio, my dog's Instagram or TikTok, my TikTok. I'm posting funny dog content. I'm posting book reviews. I'm posting, you know, jibbity jabbity jibbity jabba. Uh, but biggest thing of all, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please, before you uh, next week, go uh, if you have some time, watch the movie uh, No Country for Old Men. 
No, no, there will be blood. Yeah, no country for old men. <laughs> and then um, come back to this podcast where we talk about Golden Girls, and you know it'll be a great fun time. And then I will disappear from your lives forever. <laughs> but somehow still always show up for the recording. Um and the watching of the movie. Just like crazy bag shaggy bag man. I brought another DVD. <laughs> like, where do you find these, Lee? I have <laughs> kept them in the secret place. <laughs> Just some like old outhouse <laughs> that he buried. <laughs> it's in my backyard. Um all right, everyone. We had enough of little silly moments in this podcast, enough of a silly time. We hope you have a good time. We hope you have a good week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. I abandoned my child. But guess who? <laughs> <laughs>